0: So now, please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings and welcome to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, a weekly podcast where we proclaim and ponder the Sunday Mass readings. We continue our Ordinary Time each week, we have entered into the fourth week in Ordinary Time with the Fourth Sunday on this January 28th, 2024, year B. We'll continue to mostly be looking at the scriptures, at least the gospel readings for Mark in this year B. And there's some interesting threads that come into the readings today. I want you to be thinking about or hearing about. One is simply the word. What does the word have effect on the word? Also, there's this sense of being amazed and confused. And I'm not talking about the song by Neil Diamond, but there is an amazement and a confusion that comes into our readings today. So let's begin today with actually the Collect Prayer as we look at the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. And There's this beautiful invitation from the prayer. And again, this collect prayer, everybody at Sunday mass, no matter where you are in the world, will hear this prayer. You know, I just, I am amazed when I think about the beauty of the liturgy, the liturgy of the holy sacrifice of the mass, where we have the word of God proclaimed, and we have the celebration of the sacrifice of the most holy Eucharist. And no matter what part of the world, you are living on. You can go into a Catholic church. You can go wherever a Catholic priest is celebrating mass. If you're in, in, in serving in the military and you might be out in a field somewhere or you're out in Antarctica, you're still going to hear the same word being proclaimed, the same Eucharistic prayers. This is a powerful thing about the word. So let us pray. Grant us Lord our God, that we may honor you with all our mind and love everyone in truth of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Keep those things in mind, this prayer that is inviting us to honor God with our mind how we think, what we do, but also that we love with the heart, not because we're forced to love, not because of some fear of what will happen if we don't love, but we love in truth of heart. Those are powerful words as we listen to the prayers of the church today. So let's hear the first reading today. The first reading on this fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time is a reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to all the people saying, a prophet like me will the Lord your God raise up for you from among your own kin. To him you shall listen. This is exactly what you requested of the Lord your God at Oreb on the day of the assembly when you said, let us not again hear the voice of the Lord our God, nor see this great fire any more, lest we die. And the Lord said to me, this was well said, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their kin and will put my words into his mouth and he shall tell them all that I command him. Whoever will not listen to my words, which he speaks in my name, I myself will make him answer for it. But if a prophet presumes to speak in my name, an oracle that I have not commanded him to speak, or speaks in the name of other gods, he shall die. The Word of the Lord. The responsorial psalm is Psalm 95. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, let us sing joyfully to the Lord. Let us acclaim the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us joyfully sing psalms to him. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord who made us. For he is our God, and we are the people he shepherds, the flock he guides. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Oh, that today you would hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as at Maribah, as in the day of Massah in the desert, where your fathers tempted me, they tested me, though they had seen my works. If today you hear his voice harden not your hearts our second reading a reading from the first letter of saint paul to the corinthians brothers and sisters i should like you to be free of anxieties an unmarried man is anxious about the things of the of the lord how he may please the lord But a married man is anxious about the things of the world, how he may please his wife, and he is divided. An unmarried woman or a virgin is anxious about the things of the Lord, so that she may be holy in both body and spirit. A married woman, on the other hand, is anxious about the things of the world, how she may please her husband. I'm telling you this for your own benefit. Not to impose a restraint upon you, but for the sake of propriety an adherence to the Lord without distraction. The word of the Lord. Our gospel reading, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Then they came to Capernaum and on the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God." Jesus rebuked him and said, quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, what is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. Some powerful readings as we hear from Moses today. We hear from Saint Paul today, and of course, we hear Jesus just beginning his public ministry. We haven't even gotten out of the first chapter of Mark at all. The all of a sudden, Jesus is on the move. He is moving. I think about Aslan. You know, Aslan is on the move. There's just action. There's things going on. You know, the day of fulfillment is at hand. But let's get back into the first reading of Moses, because there's a lot of things that Moses is sharing with the people. And uh, let me go back here to Deuteronomy. So we're in the chapter of 18 in Deuteronomy, and Moses is making some references back to the Exodus when the people said um, You know, they they're afraid of, you know, the fire and the cloud and they want somebody else to be kind of the mediary uh, between Moses and God. And and they don't want to have that connection. But but listen to this. Moses says that God tells Moses, you know, when when Moses when the people are asking for somebody, a prophet like me, will the Lord your God raise up for you among your own kin God is going to raise up a prophet. And the Lord said to Moses, this was well said, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their kin and will, listen to this, and will put my words into his mouth. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And God goes on to say, he shall tell them, all that I command him. So this prophet who does the will of God will follow the commandments of God, will follow God's divine law perfectly. Whoever will not listen to my words. Listen to how important it is to know and to obey the word of God. Whoever will not listen to my words, which he speaks in my name. Now, they don't know the gospel, right? That, has, that hasn't happened yet. For hundreds of years, we won't have Jesus on the scene. But the Lord is telling Moses the truth. Whoever will not listen to my words, I will make him answer for it. But if a prophet presumes to speak in my name an oracle, I have not commanded him to speak or speaks in the name of other gods, you know, pagan gods, He shall die. So it's very important to follow the authentic teaching, the authentic word of God. And there, since the beginning of time, since that first little tiny tweaking of the truth came out from the serpent to Adam and Eve and tempted them to disobey God and to decide that they would do their own thing and choose to have their own wisdom and intelligence. That little whisper of deceit of lies leading souls to death has continued to purge and scourge the earth for souls. We are called to follow the word of God and his word is Jesus Christ. And so if we hear in our family, in our culture, in our politics, in the world, whatever circle you live in, if you hear lies and deceit that's coming from another God, That's presuming some type of authenticity, but it is not of God. Get away. Flee from that and do not follow those words. God is very clear, and He's giving Moses that authority to tell the people. You know, the psalm is our response, the psalm is the invitation of how our words should be in response to the word of God. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. In the, in the colic prayer, what did we hear? We heard that we should love everyone in truth of heart. Something has to change in our heart. Our hearts should be softened. Relationships should be built upon the love of God. So we are invited in the Psalms to sing joyfully to the Lord, to acclaim the rock of our salvation, to come into his presence with thanksgiving, you know, to be a people of praise, so that our words become praises to joyfully sing Psalms. Our whole bodies, in fact, come let us Bow down in worship to the word of God, for he is our God. And of course, we hear the reminder of when people tempted God and they turned their hearts away from heart of God. Harden not your hearts, as in Meribah. When the people did do that, they chose to turn away from the Lord and your fathers tempted de- tempted me, even though they saw my works, they still turned away. Let's not be like that. Our words are powerful. St. Paul has a whole teaching, his whole chapter here in the first Corinthians chapter seven is actually this letter um, to widows and virgins and in a larger context about marriage. But The two lines that I want to point out because of St. Paul's teaching, the cornerstone here, I want you to be free of anxieties. And he talks about the different anxieties that when we put other things first and he talks about the world, he talks about pleasing your wife or your husband, um, that when we put anything above the Lord, we're going to have an anxiety because now all of a sudden we're in charge. I'm in control. And now I'm worried about how I'm going to get that done, how I'm going to get that done on my own with my own abilities, not opening yourself up to the grace of God. But Paul says, I'm giving you these suggestions. I'm giving you this way of life. Uh, I, I'm setting a high standard, he says, but for the sake of propriety, you know, the highest standards for this 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 code of conduct that's at the highest level for correctness. For the sake of that, I want you to adhere to the Lord without distraction. So that when we have our relationship with God in check, number one, then we can attend to the children, to my parents, to my spouse, to the things at work, to those other things that I have, which do need my attention and do need my heart, do need my mind. But let's strive for the highest standards, St. Paul is asking us, and that's to keep our relationship with the Lord first. Okay. Now we come to St. Mark and the gospel, and and we get right into business. I mean, this is really, we hear the call that Jesus calls these apostles at the beginning of Mark. He's calling these few apostles. They're following him. And now all of a sudden, after they've been called from the Sea of Galilee, they go into the synagogue, and Jesus is teaching. It means he's speaking words. The people, and it I don't know what the original word is but in what we're hearing here in this version of the the scriptures is the people are astonished at his teaching at his words at his manner what does that mean there's something different about how Jesus is teaching in the synagogue and in fact Isn't it interesting within the synagogue, all of the people there, there is somebody there with an unclean spirit, a possessed person. And all of a sudden that possessed person who is hearing the word of God, who's hearing Jesus's words, Jesus is the word. Now that person, that demon is responding differently. Then the rest of the people who are amazed, he's confused. This demon, this spirit is now saying, what do you have to do with us? He's even calling out his name, Jesus of Nazareth. There's a confusion among the demons. Do they recognize his divinity? Do they recognize there's something different here? There's a force here. We've been able to kind of have our way with the people. And now all of a sudden there's a different force at work. We can even have our way with the scribes and the Pharisees. Think about how many people Jesus uh, evil spirits he expelled. How many people were quote possessed, whatever that meant, mental illness, true possession from evil spirits, whatever that was, or different kinds of ways. There's a lot of that going on. And yet, These spirits cry out to Jesus. And Jesus simply says, quiet, come out of him. Jesus's words have effect immediately as that happened. Just like God spoke and creation happened, you know, let there be light. God spoke. It happened. God is the source of all things, of all creation, and the demons know that. And now are they concerned, confused, kind of wondering what's going on here in, in in um Capernaum? We've been able to have our way. And then the people, I don't know, I don't know if they're getting it or not. They've just started to see Jesus among the scene. But can you think about those apostles that were at that point with Jesus? They're watching this guy that has called them from their fishing, that has called them from their work. And now they're following Jesus. John the Baptist has proclaimed, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And now they see that a demon is fleeing. He's 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 expelling demons. What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him at a word. Quiet. That word has power. The word, the word has power. And, of course, it says his fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. When have you been astonished or amazed? You know, sometimes the headlines seem so amazing. And yet, are those words that we hear spoken or we read, where do those words lead us? Do they lead us into temptation? Do they lead us to sin? Do they lead us to gossip, to judge, to be scattered, to be divided? Do those words and actions divide us so that we're battling amongst one another? Or do those words bring us in unity, in communion with one another for reconciliation, I'm sorry, forgive me. Do our words and do the words we hear heal our heart or rupture our heart? You know, we've got to be careful about the words we hear and the words we speak. Do I speak words of unity or division? The words that I hear, the words that I pay attention to, the words that I read This is why I spend time reading scripture and not other things that really would like to have my time and attention, but I have to be careful of the words that come in my mind, in my eyes, in my heart, because will they harden my heart as in Maribah? And will those words turn me away from God? Be careful. Be discerning. Be discerning about that. Keep our attention on Jesus. This is what St. Paul is saying, to keep adherence to the Lord without distraction. That's a great line. Keep adherence to the Lord without distraction. Thank you, St. Paul. The final thing I want to share, there was a nice um, reflection in a conversation with God, but there's a little prayer. It's just a little tiny prayer from John Paul II. Pope St. John Paul II, and he's talking about the evil one and recognizing the evil one who is um, cast out at the synagogue by the word of Jesus Christ. And Pope St. John Paul says this as a prayer, and we'll close with this prayer Deliver us, Lord, from evil, from the evil one. Lead us not into temptation. Grant in your infinite mercy that we should not give in to the infidelity to which the one who has been unfaithful from the beginning endeavors to seduce us through Christ, our Lord. Amen. God be with you this week as we continue our journey together. May you go out and continue to love with the love of Jesus Christ. Peace be with you. You have been listening to faith moments with Dina Marie reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about faith moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend.